Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another podcast, Inside Polling. You always can join us on Inside Polling 1 on Twitter. And, of course, InsidePolling.com. If you're looking for all the graphs, all the data, and all the information I'm about to read you, all the polls, uh, we've got it all right on that website. It has been an interesting four days, hasn't it? Uh, We had the debate. Obviously... The president in the hospital right now. So some of this, uh, you know, is a little meaningless right now, of course, in the scheme of things. But I know everybody has been asking me questions over the last couple of days. How's the debate uh, numbers? How did that happen? And then, of course, uh, what's transpired in the last uh, 36 hours? Uh, how is that going to affect the polls? We have no idea. And by the way, nobody has an idea. You could put all the experts on, uh, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, wherever. Nobody's got a clue. Nobody's got a clue. The campaigns don't have an idea. Um, So all we can go by is the data, try to decipher what's happening, what's moving, what's not. I'm just going to run you through. We only have a couple polls, like I said. It's going to take probably deep into this weekend. Today's Saturday. Probably we may catch some polls on Sunday. Probably Monday, Tuesday, we're going to know where we stand post-debate. And then we're going to start getting some polls uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on post-coronavirus uh, uh, virus for the president and, and, and what happened with those numbers. Uh, I think the data that I've been analyzing uh, for the past you know, 24 hours since now we're getting, uh, we get, we have two polls that have come out post-debate. I'm expecting more and we can analyze that, but we've got a lot going on. So let me run you through. First thing I think I'll do is just take you through our, our normal, uh, we'll do approval ratings, the national race, where we stand. And of course, by state, where we stand, I'm going to pull out two polls that kind of give us two different data points, but similar in a way. And then let me just take you through some uh, what it's going to take to win on some of the scenarios that we've been watching. All right. So let's start off with the uh, Trump's approval rating. You know, pretty much unchanged. Uh, we have Trump's, you know, had made that jump up to about 45 on the approval rating. I think that's a number he would normally take a month out, you know, because he probably needs to be in that 46, 47 range. He's crawled up to 45. His lowest, you know, we were probably around 42 in July, which was, you know, pretty much the bottom of the barrel for the campaign, for the Trump campaign. So let me walk you through. Uh, I have YouGov has a 45 approval, 55 disapproval. Rasmussen has been jumping around a little bit, but they've settled in around 46 approval, 53 disapproval. Remember, that was got as high as 52. It's down to 46. Morning Consult has it at 44 approval, 54 disapproval. Boy, all these numbers are pretty tight now. Uh, Global Strategy Group, slightly leaning left poll, but that's okay. We'll keep it going. 42 approval, 57 disapproval. IPSOS has Trump's approval rating at 43, disapproval at 56. Investors Business Daily has approval at 46 and a disapproval of 49. 
Where does that leave us? Pretty much where I left you last time. 45 approval, 53 disapproval. 45 approval, 53 disapproval on our 14-day average on InsidePolling.com. Let's get down to the national races. We've had a few a few things have moved. Um, and like I said, I've, I'm going to pull out two of these national races to for further examination in a second. But let me take you through Rasmussen had uh, Trump at 43, Biden at 51. Eight-point spread for Biden on that. Uh, curiously had the poll at Trump at 40, Biden at 50. That's a plus 10 for Biden. USC, which does that daily poll that I'm not crazy about, has changed a little bit. They've been showing 14-day average of all. They Again, USC poll comes out every day. So if you like a national poll that comes out every day, take a look at it. It has not moved from Biden plus eight since it started because they poll the exact same people every day, take the average of 14 days, and punch an average out every day. I don't know. Is that confusing enough for you? But it, it has reached seven points uh, for the first time that I've been watching it for about a month. Uh, Trump at 43, Biden at 50. I think Biden would take that, right? Obviously. Uh, if we, They've also added now a seven-day average. Give you a little closer glimpse. And so if we look at the seven-day average, which of course, you know, doesn't quite include the debate, so we don't know where this is going. But Trump has moved the number down to Biden plus three. Okay, so Biden plus three on that. Oh, I've been running about Biden plus eight on this poll all along on the 14-day average. Now, the 14-day average moved to seven, so let's keep on watching that 14-day average. But the three-day average is now down to Biden plus three. So what does that mean? We're going to see. Does that mean uh, we got a little Trump push here? Let's, we'll talk about that. CNBC, okay, wait for this number, Trump 41 Biden 54. Okay, now that's not a post-debate one, but that's a plus 13 for Biden on that CNBC. Now that seems a little high, of course, but, you know, let's plug it in. And that's why we have the 14-day average. Investors Business Daily has Trump at 46 and Biden at 49. And that's one of the polls we're going to look at because that's post-debate. Uh, Data for Progress has it at a 10-point lead for Biden. 41.51. Uh, Global Strategies has it a 10-point race also, 43.53. And Harris X has it at 7-point lead for Biden, 40 to 47 for Biden. Okay? So that's the other one I'm going to pull out, Harris X. And let's talk about those uh, before we get to the states. So Harris X... Uh, which does it with The Hill. I don't know if some of you read The Hill or not. Um, this was a post-debate poll. Now, Biden had moved from a five-point uh, five lead to a seven-point lead post-debate. The numbers are who won the debate. They asked that question. Biden, 56 to 43. Now, from the people who watch the debate, the, 
the debate, they didn't change their vote, which I thought was somewhat interesting, even though they think Biden won. But he, Biden did grow by two points in this poll. So he's moved from a 5 to 7 post-debate. The debate watchers didn't really move the needle. Something to watch on that. Now, so that's a movement towards Biden on that. If we take the uh, Investors Business Daily, uh, they had, and this is only about two weeks ago, pre-debate, Biden had about a five-and-a-half-point lead. He's down to three-point lead. Okay, so that's, is that significant? Well, you know, what's that, two-and-a-half points? Not really. Same as the Hill. Of course, the Hill went Biden's way. This one went Trump's way. Pretty similar on who won the debate. Um, let's take a look at that. Who Registered voters who watched. I'm going to read this right from the word for word. Who watched or listened to Tuesday's debate thought Biden did better. 44 to 33. Okay, so about 11 point uh, lead there for Biden on who won the debate. Independents saw the winner of 43 to 20. Okay, so that's a 23 point lead for Biden on the debate. Biden seemed more likable by 20 points. 54 to 34. Now, you say, well, how did, with all those numbers going that way, how did Trump cut into this lead? Well, remember, what the news organizations say, what the debater, you know, what, what, what debate professionals think is not how it translates to voters sometimes. I mean, look what happened. Did Trump really win any of those debates during the Republican nomination in 16? No. Did he beat Clinton in the debates? No. But he moved the needle. So let's continue on with this poll. Was Biden seen as more presidential? Yes, 51 by 37%. You know, what's that, 15, 14 points? I'm more presidential. Did he have a better command of the issues? Yes, by 3%, by 3%. So how is this possible? Biden did better by 11%. With independence, he did better by 23%. Likeability did better by 20%. Biden seemed more presidential by 14%. He had a command of the issues by three more percent. But here's the big move here. Biden was seen as ment uh, excuse me, Trump was seen as mentally sharper by five more by five percent. And you say to yourself, well, you know, gee, you know, Biden did better on both of these polls. But look what happened. Nineteen percent, I'm gonna read this word for word. This is Investor's Business Daily, who does it with TIPP. After the debate, 19% of the registered voters who watched said they switched their vote. 19%. 11% changed and backed Trump. 8% shifted and went to Biden. Okay? So let's keep looking at that. I wanted to pull these two polls out. Two polls saying the same thing. They thought Biden did better. Biden looked more presidential. Uh, one had a Biden plus two. One had a Trump plus two and a half. Total two different polls, similar views, and moved the numbers in different ways. So where does that leave us? You know, it's a basically almost break even from where we started. And Biden would probably take that because obviously Trump's behind, behind on some states. And Biden gets out of here now. You know, we're going to probably see more polls uh, coming out, uh, obviously, in the next couple of days. Let's get to the states. Uh, Chofargar out of Michigan had Biden plus two. 
Now, this was a movement because Trump was up by one in their last poll in Michigan. And Biden is on the, the people I talk in Michigan. Biden is on TV there constantly. He's now visited there. So this is a movement to Biden by three points. Three-point move towards the Biden, towards Biden. So Biden now holding a two-point lead in Michigan uh, from Trafalgar, which is a right-leaning poll. That's good news for Biden. New Hampshire, same poll, right-leaning poll, has Biden up by nine in New Hampshire. Strong numbers there. Landmark in Georgia, Biden plus two. Strong numbers there. Data for progress in Arizona. This one, Biden plus four. What was it last time? Trump plus one. That's a gain of plus five for Biden in Arizona. Now, these are not post-debates, but this just gets you a feeling of in the state so far, Biden has swept all that. In Iowa, Trump, three-point lead. What was it last time? Trump plus two. So Trump gaining one, basically flat. Uh, Emerson did New Hampshire. Biden plus seven. What was it before? Biden plus four. That's a gain of three for Biden. All good news here for Biden. USA Today did Arizona for the first time. Uh, this is probably right on the number. Biden 50, Trump 46. So that's a plus four for Biden. Arizona out of USA Today. Now, Redfield and Wilton, um, who you know slightly leans left a hair, did six states. Let's run through them. Wisconsin, Biden plus five. What was it before? Biden plus nine. Okay, so that's a Trump movement. Uh, four points to Trump's way on that poll. Georgia, uh, Biden plus one. That's basically where they were last time. Michigan, we have a nine-point lead for Biden. That's where it was last time, so flat. North Carolina, they've got Biden. Redfield and Wilton has Biden plus two. It was Trump plus one. That's a movement to Biden plus three on that one in North Carolina. So in North Carolina, Biden plus two. Arizona uh, has Biden plus three. What was it last time? It was Biden plus five. So Trump gained two points in Arizona. Pennsylvania on the new poll, Biden plus six. What was it last time? Biden plus five. So Biden plus one there. Florida, eh, Biden plus five, and it was a plus three last time. So a little, a couple upticks for Trump, a couple upticks for Biden there. Uh, and the last state poll I have for you is Wisconsin. Uh, Trafalgar has a three-point lead for Biden, 47 to 44, three-point lead in Wisconsin. So taking that all into consideration, uh, those are all the polls. Let's just jump into uh, just three scenarios that we're kind of seeing because you know, we're, we're seeing Florida tighten up. You know, you can see Trump's strategy. He has to win Florida. We know that. Uh, North Carolina is super tight. Trump needs that. So let's, you know, let's give him Florida and North Carolina. And where does that leave us? Remember about two weeks ago, Pennsylvania had gotten very tight. And I said, okay, there's the scenario. Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. It's a 260-269 tie. And he wins. And that's, of course, if he wins Maine, too, uh, the one congressional street, uh, seat in, in Maine and Nebraska, which are super critical, by the way. So now we know the Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania Avenue. And of course, that means Trump can lose Arizona, 
Wisconsin, and and uh, Michigan. Okay, and still win. So, remember, if Arizona goes Biden, if Wisconsin flips back to Biden, Michigan flips back. Trump then needs to win Florida, North Carolina, and Penn, and he wins. Now, what happens if Pennsylvania, which we've seen now widen back out again, right? What happens if Trump loses Pennsylvania? So let's give him Florida. Let's give him North Carolina. And now let's give him Arizona because Arizona's tightened. Okay, so now you look at a different scenario. Arizona's tightening, Pennsylvania widening. So let's give Penn to Biden. What does Trump need to do? So remember, we put Florida in Trump's column, Arizona's in, in Trump's column, and North Carolina. So that's our starting point. That doesn't get him there. So here's the scenario how it works there. If he wins those three states or holds those three states, he needs to win either one of the three. He's got to win Minnesota, which I know we've never talked about before, but Minnesota, which has not gone Republican since Nixon, Minnesota, Wisconsin, or Michigan. And of course, we're already saying he's losing Pennsylvania in this scenario. So he needs one of the three. And of course, one of the four, right? Of course, Pennsylvania would be included in that. So mini, Wisconsin, Michigan, or Penn. But if we put Penn as a loss, he needs Michigan, Wisconsin, or, or Minnesota, and that'll put him over. Okay, so that's that scenario. So, so let's, go, let's just review that. Florida, North Carolina, Penn, Trump, Trump wins. Florida, North Carolina, and one of the three, mini, Wisconsin, Michigan. And, of course, now that includes Arizona, okay, so in that scenario. Now, uh, what happens if <laughs> Trump loses Pennsylvania and Arizona? Okay, let's put those in Biden column. So if Trump loses Pennsylvania, Arizona, what does he have to do? Well, now he has to win two out of the three in the Rust Belt. Minnesota, Wisconsin, or Michigan. Okay, so here's a scenario of 269-269 tie, another 269-269 tie. Trump wins Minnesota. Trump wins Wisconsin. Trump wins North Carolina. Trump wins Florida. Biden wins Arizona. Biden wins Pennsylvania. Biden wins Michigan. Okay, Trump wins. So those are some scenarios of the strategies you're going to start seeing because now you know, if you're the Trump campaign right now, you were on a pretty good roll last week, being starting to get tighter in Arizona and tighter in Pennsylvania. That started opening up some of the avenues. Well, maybe, you know, for Trump, he doesn't even need to care about many Wisconsin and Michigan. Well, now, with Pennsylvania opening up, he now needs to win at least another one of those Rust Belt states, if not two. So that's where Biden is sitting right now. Think about Biden. If he wins Florida, it's over. He wins North Carolina, it's basically over. He wins Arizona, there's a few outlets for Trump, but boy, oh boy. And of course, if Biden wins just two out of the three in the Rust Belt, he's probably going to hold. And of course, he wins Pennsylvania. So if you're in the Biden camp, you win Florida, you win the election. 
You win Pennsylvania, you you win the election. Uh, you win two out of the three back of the Rust Belt, you're going to win the election. So there's so many Biden scenarios, and the Trump scenarios are getting more and more and more limited. And that's where, of course, we don't know where this campaign's going to go. We have no idea. But if you're if you are a Biden supporter, you can start to see, and this is what I talked about a couple weeks ago. You're starting to see the options narrowing. And the and the the amount of money of where it's going to get dispersed is going to also start narrowing. So so let's take a look about let's take a look at where we stand on inside polling. I'm just going to jump over there right now, and let me take you through uh, all the updates here. So Trump's approval rating, which we walked through, 45 approval, 53 disapproval. On the national election, it is 43 for Trump. 50 for Biden. I have it at a seven-point lead right now for Biden. Remember, we were six. We were eight. We were nine. We were eight. We're down to seven again. So seven-point lead for Biden. Uh, and let's take you through the states. Michigan, Biden plus seven. Maine, two. And you're going to hear a lot of Bidens here. So not only is Trump getting limited in his option, he's down everywhere. So think about that. He's limited options to win and down almost in every single state. With, you know, basically 30 days, basically a month to go, and he's in the hospital. And he can't campaign. Michigan, Biden plus seven. Um, inside polling, 14-day averages. Michigan, Biden plus seven. Remember, this collects all the polls that I read you, puts them into a bucket, and it gives you the averages. Michigan, Biden plus seven. Maine, two, the one congressional seat in Maine that really matters. Biden plus three. Wisconsin, Biden plus six. Nevada, Biden plus six. Iowa, a tie. Minnesota, Biden plus eight. New Hampshire, Biden plus eight. North Carolina, Biden plus one. Ohio, Biden plus one in Ohio, which we're not even talking about Ohio. I mean, we're, we're not even talking about it. We're not, I mean, if Biden wins Iowa or, or Ohio, the, the race is over right there. The formulas I was giving you before are... Were of course Trump winning Ohio, of course Trump winning Iowa. Any of those things jumped the other way, it's over. Ohio, Biden plus one. Pennsylvania, open back up, Biden plus six. Texas, another one, right? Trump's hanging on by a thread on the polls, Trump plus one. Biden wins Texas, goodbye. There's so many, there's so many knockout states that that Biden can win. One knockout state, and it's over. Georgia, another one, right? We are, I'm, I'm, we're just assuming Trump's going to win there. Georgia, tie. Florida. Now, this number scares you if you're Biden right here. Biden plus one. Here's another number that scares you. We got Florida, Biden plus one. Arizona's now down to Biden plus two. So you're going to start. Now, remember, Trump's got to win Georgia. Biden wins, it's over. Trump's got to win Ohio. Trump's got to win Iowa. On all those formulas, Trump's got to win Texas. So if you're looking at these numbers, scary as heck for the Trump people, when you look at all the blue out there, all, I mean, you know, we're down, there's some states here. I mean, we look at it, Pennsylvania, right? We were down to four or five, you know, we're down to up to six now. And even the states that we're assuming Biden's going to, Trump's going to win, are slightly tie or maybe even Biden's got a little lead. So how much do you believe the polls? Of course, now we got post-debate. 
and now we have we're gonna have what post virus polls i mean this is this is you know almost untrackable in one way how do you track this so anyway that's where we stand biden of course with leads all over the place but there's some cracks in the armor in florida and arizona but where are we going to find that other state right biden's doing very well north carolina okay you know biden plus one that's you know it's basically even but Trump's going to have to break through somewhere. And right now, he doesn't have those numbers. Right now, he doesn't have those numbers. And, of course, he's got bigger problems to worry about right now anyway. So I want to jump on, get you an update, uh, show you some of the scenario, state scenarios. I wanted to break out a few polls. Uh, there's good news on both sides on that. Uh, looks like Trump made a little move post-debate, even though people thought he lost the numbers. But then there's a Biden poll that says he increased it by two states. We kind of walk through that. This should give you a good view. I'm hoping for some more post-debate polls. Uh, looking for Fox, looking for CNN, looking for ABC, looking for NBC. Um, so let's hope we get some of that, some of those polls uh, jumping in post-debate. Now, with with the virus, of course, happening with the president, who knows if they're even going to release those at those moment at this moment? I don't know. Now they have to redo their polls all over again. So. Guys, I hope you have a great weekend. It's Saturday right now. This gets you updated up to today as of this moment around noon on Saturday on the East Coast. Okay? Everybody, have a good time. We'll talk to you soon when polls come out. And uh, everybody, listen, be well. Take care.